Good morning. Tuita ano? Chamang kinadit lan kau tige sotay si tun lan umtay u pipan diaw lan esim balay kyang paishong tebo. Ti yokhan hokim si tun di jap sang kau di jap si jat u ane kong si kan kau lo lokim chusilo. Hige tin cha paipe be yang sim diang kap siang siet paii. In we tipe be ane kwan lang pai i shong te si ding so i pai i tia kak yang sim ding kap sheng sit pai i. How's your heart today, everyone? Do you come here with your hearts prepared to worship our God? Can you tell the person next to you it's time? Can you tell the person next to you? It's time. Yes, it's time. It's time that we worship the Lord with all our hearts. It's time that we leave behind all our worries, all our anxious thoughts, and all our cell phones. Put it in silent mode. Put it inside your bag or inside your pocket. And we tell God, God, this morning is yours. I am yours. Your spirit is here moving freely in this place move freely in my heart as well shall we all stand as we sing before our god as we gather may your spirit work within us as we gather may we glorify your Oh, 
殿中献上敬拜，定睛在你的荣美，世上一切变暗淡，除你以外，我还能有谁？我属于你，你是我永远的福分，只想日。
church. Praise be to you, Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. May our soul praise you, for you saved us. And from you all blessings flow. Your throne transcends above all, on earth and in heaven. Your crown and kingdom never end. Let all who hear draw near to your temple. Let all that is in me adore you. Let all that have life and breath praise your name. May, God's may David's desire be our desire. To love the house where you live. The place where your glory dwells and to long to desire to stay in your house forever. Our Father, may each of us as individuals and may we together as a church magnify you. May we make you bigger for the world to see that they may give honor and glory to our great and faithful God. May you be our wisdom that we may not lean on our own understanding, but seek your greater will for our church and for our lives. May you be our potter, change our hearts, that we may become more and more like you each day. Be our strength and our portion, the source of our joy. Be our treasure, that we won't heed earthly riches, or man's empty praise. Be our inheritance, the first always in our hearts. Be our victory, for in you there can be no disappointments, for everything works for our good and for your glory. Father, I pray for this entire congregation. I pray for those of us and our loved ones who are sick and who are weak be they physical, emotional, or spiritual. May you anoint us again with your healing power and grace. We pray for every ministry that we will never lose our sense of purpose, that we will never lose the vision that you have given our founders, that we will carry on this vision to the next generation. We pray for unity, that this church will grow stronger that each believer will be built in their faith, that you will raise up a powerful body of believers and servants, a powerful community of faith united in our love for you. I know, Father, you have a great hope and a great future 
for our lives and for this church, for every individual, for every family. Thank you, Father, for what you are doing in our lives, in our, what you are doing in this church body, and for what you will continue to do. This morning is yours, and may you, our sole audience who is watching us from heaven, be pleased by what we, you see as you search our hearts and as you hear our voices. As we gather, may your spirit be with us. May your spirit minister to us. May your spirit's presence fill this place that you may be glorified in our worship. Praise to the Lord who reigns over all things. May we shelter under your wings. May you grant our desires as you ordain it. May you be enthroned by this morning's worship service. This is our prayer in the name of our mighty Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and all of God's people say, Amen. Please be seated. Uh, just a short announcement. Sorry for the interruption. Paging Fortuner with plate number NEQ9573. Please attend to your car. Uh, your car windows are open. Thank you. Good morning, brothers and sisters in the Lord. I'm excited this morning to open our important topic about the Holy Spirit. This morning will be more about uh, like a lecture. So think of yourself as in a classroom and we're going to talk about who is and what is the role of the Holy Spirit. And once more, let the Holy Spirit who is our teacher speak to each of us. This morning we want to know who is the Spirit and what is truly His role. Now this morning we will also try to understand three of the main role of the Holy Spirit. This three main role of the Holy Spirit is not just what the Holy Spirit does. There are many other things. But every other thing that we will hear in the successive weeks has 
its foundation connected to this three. You know, of all the three persons in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is the most misunderstood. So this morning, we want to look at first, who is the Holy Spirit? So, I listed here five things as far as knowing who is the Holy Spirit. The first one is the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. So our God is one. But, but He exists in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So this is very important. Number two, the Spirit is the same with God in divinity. So what that means is the substance of what God is made up, or as R.C. Sproul said, the stuff that God is made up, constitute God, is He is divine. There's no one like him. He's the only one. And then, very interesting, okay, very interesting, the Spirit is equal. The Holy Spirit, the third person, is equal with the Father and equal with the Son in authority. So, even though the Spirit was sent by the Father and the Son, but still, the Spirit is equal with the Father, with the Son, in authority. So that answers the question of Pastor Gab last time. Anyway, moving forward, number four, the Spirit is a person. The Father is the first person. The Son is the second person. The Spirit is the third person. What? So when, what, when you say person, what does that mean? When a person, he can be hurt. The Bible speaks of grieving the Spirit. He can also be resisted. He can be lied to. 
，当咱讲慰藉时阵是啥物意思呢？就是说心灵会受伤。啊，圣经讲啊，讲到会互心灵担忧，伊也会受抵挡，伊也会被起哄。And but he is not an impersonal force that people can manipulate. 啊，但是伊唔是一款力量，人有法通操纵伊。Like in the movie Star Wars. Ah, 就亲像那个影戏《星球大战》中啊，安尼。How many of us have uh seen or have heard of the movie Star Wars? Ah, 咱当中有偌侪人捌看到，还是听起这个《星球大战》这个影戏 ？You see, the force there is a neutral force. Ah, 那个内面的力量是这个一款啊中立的力量。It can be manipulated to do good, or it can be manipulated to do bad. Ah, 人有可能操纵伊最好的代志，还是最歹的代志。The spirit is not like that because the spirit is always good because he is God. 但是圣灵却唔是安尼，圣灵是永远好的，因为伊就是上帝。And the Holy Spirit can intercede in our behalf or talk to the Father. 圣灵也是有可能替咱代求。And then, lastly, the spirit, because he is equal with God and he is God, he should be worshipped. And if you recall in John chapter four, verse four, Jesus said, "God is a spirit, and that they that worship him must worship in spirit." And in truth. Ah, 假使你来记咧，约翰福音第四章四节，上帝是一个灵，拜伊的必须言圣灵，甲圣事拜伊。Today we want to talk heavily on the role of the Holy Spirit. 所以今仔日咱主要要讲啊圣灵的角色。So as far as the big confusion today, today. About the Holy Spirit, it has to do not with the person, but with the role, the work, the function of the Holy Spirit. Ah, 其他对圣灵的大的困难啊，不是圣灵的位格，乃是啊，甲圣灵的角色，还是伊的工作有关系。So we want to know first, what pastor? What is the primary role of the Holy Spirit? Ah, so you think can't say a bang? Ah, Bosu, Shami, Si, Shengling, a Zhu, Yao, a Gashami. So of course we want to learn it from our Lord Himself, who first gave us the task of the Holy Spirit. Ah, so we don't be in them a shongte like ah hashit ah Shami Si Yi Ho Shengling a Tao Zhe Gashap as he comes up. The first. Work. The first role of the Holy Spirit is to convict us of sin. Ah, 圣灵的头一个工作就是圣灵执笔，当关于咱的罪。So the work of the Holy Spirit did not end when we accepted Jesus Christ. 所以圣灵的工作不是在咱接受耶稣的时阵啊就停止了。It continues until the day the Lord takes us home. 啊，伊继续落去，直到有一日主接咱去。This is what Jesus said: When the Spirit comes, He will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. Ah, John 福音十六章八节，耶稣讲：伊既然来了，就要何些人为罪为义
It is the Spirit's work to make us guilty of sin. Because when we are guilty of sin, then we will turn to a Savior. And this is the greatest need of everyone. Yes, a lot of people have problems, but the greatest need it's the spiritual need, and it is the need for a savior from sin. The second thing, the Holy Spirit worked to make us holy, to produce righteousness in us. So the Holy Spirit did not just save you so that you will just wait for heaven. The Holy Spirit's work is to produce righteousness in your life. The deception of the enemy is just to merely comfort you by saying you are already saved. So you do not need the Holy Spirit to produce more righteous works in you. Third, it is the Spirit's work to expose the work of the enemy and its deception. So as to be judged by God, so that as believers, we can point out, ah, this is wrong, this will be judged by God. So Jesus, going back to this verse, Jesus Christ made a summary he made a summary of the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is why the Spirit is associated with the dove. That symbolizes, because the dove symbolizes God's purity. So the dove is also a symbol of gentleness and patience. Why? Why is that a symbol of gentleness and patience? Brothers and sisters, it's this. The Spirit calls us into repentance to remind us of God's holiness. As, as, as the Spirit calls people to repentance, not immediately all people will respond. So the Holy Spirit, in His patience, He continued to remind us. He continues to draw us back to Him. 
，当心灵好掉，当啊，即边当关于做时阵，唔是大家人有可能马啊马上就悔改，所以心灵就继续啊有吞吞的啊提醒人。So every time when we are reminded of the Holy Spirit, when we are reminded of the Dove, we are also reminded that we are called by the Spirit towards always. Repentance. Again, this repentance is not a one-time, big time. But pastor, I did already, ah, because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I have repented. Ah, 嗰一摆一个悔改，唔是一摆嘅代志。You see, when 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 John said to the people who are coming to him for baptism, John the Baptist, remember what he said? Ah, you know, this is Yeshua, John. He told the people who are coming to him for baptism. He said this: produce fruit of Repentance produce evidence of repentance. That is an ongoing process. So this is why the Holy Spirit need to keep on reminding us. The second work of the Holy Spirit is it teaches us the truth. Again, we will look back at how our Lord Jesus Christ spoke about the Holy Spirit, so we will not misunderstand the word. This is what he said. The Spirit will remind us everything that Jesus said in John 14, 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And as if that was not enough, he continued in John chapter 16, again describing the work, the essential work of the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all the truths. Now, what are all those truths? Look at this. For he will not speak on his own authority. Today, there's so many people who claim, I received this message from the Holy Spirit. I received this message. But majority of those things are not found in the scriptures. Look at this, brothers and sisters. He will guide you into all truths, for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Here it, here's the reason. He will glorify me by taking what is mine and declaring it to you. 
because all that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said to you, He will take what is mine and declare it to you. So, I remember my friend who once told me, I have received Jesus Christ. And then I asked him, I asked him, do you read your Bible every day? Do you study the Word? And you know some of the things that you are claiming is not actually found in the Bible. And then he responded by saying, it's okay. It's okay because I know I won't commit mistake. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit. So he said, if it doesn't matter if he knows the word. It's, it's okay because he has the Holy Spirit and that's already enough. But you see, brothers and sisters, the Bible said the Spirit will not speak on his own. He will only remind us what Jesus said. And those things are already found in His Word. So if you don't know the Word, then what will the Holy Spirit tell you? So that is another misconception. You know, because the Spirit works through us from the, from the Word. This is why the Bible is said to be the inspired Word of God. The inspired means God breathed. So the spirit who is like a wind, pneuma, it breathes. What that work means is it influences the disciples. That is why we say that the Bible is the inspired word of God. You know, John wrote the Gospel of John almost 50 years after Jesus died. Uh, 
And yet, John was able to write the exact prayers that Jesus, he uh, uttered during his ministry. How was John able to remember the details of all that? That is the influence, that is the effect of the Holy Spirit so that John will be able to remember, he will be able to remember the words of our Lord. Third, another very critical and also misunderstood is the work of the Holy Spirit is to empower us, empower us to bear fruit. Now, we will try to understand what this power is. Now, again, we go back to the Word. And this power, again, uttered by our Lord Himself. This is what He said. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes, then you will be my witnesses. Now, this power is what we usually anoint, uh, associate the word anointing or fire. When we say the anointing of the Spirit, what it means is the empowerment. Of the Spirit. Now, when, when we say anointing, what that means is there is the oil. The oil is poured out as the tool in, in the Israelites' time. It is an anointing a king a prophet, or a priest. It is for a designation for a particular role. So when a person, uh, when, we, when we look at the scripture, every time we see this term anointing, what that means is that we are just chosen. We are just chosen for a particular purpose. Are we all anointed? Are we all poured out with the Spirit? Are we all designated or chosen by God? Yes. So there is no special anointing. We are all anointed. 
，呃，所以无啥物特别诶古物，咱拢是旧古物诶。So here it is in Second Corinthians chapter one verses twenty to twenty two. It says, "It is God who establishes us with you in Christ. If you are in Christ, look at this, and has anointed us." And who has also put His seal on us? That's the Holy Spirit, giving us His Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Ah, the Second Corinthians chapter one, chapter one, chapter two. That is the Holy Spirit coming to us and giving us His Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Ah, the Second Corinthians chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. See, brothers and sisters, because we have the Holy Spirit, because we are anointed, we have the power. Ah, 兄弟姊妹，因为咱啊有圣灵，因为咱啊被高抹，所以咱有迄个能力。So when you have the Holy Spirit, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you automatically have. The Spirit, you automatically have power. Ah, 当你接受呃主耶稣的时阵，你的里面啊就自动有圣灵，你就有这款的能力。Now here's the question: the power to do what? Ah, 但是这阵问题是，咱得到能力是有法通做啥物 ？What is the power for? Ah, 这个。The power to get all I want. Ah, 是一款予你得到你想要的呃物件的力量吗 ？The power to get my dreams and my needs. Ah, 是要实现你的呃盼望，还是你的需要吗 ？Is that the answer? Is that the power? Ah, 这个是。答案吗？这个是圣灵受赐荷担的的呃目的吗 ？No， 不是。Read the context。啊，咱来看这个经文的上下文。You will receive power when the Spirit comes. Then you will be my witnesses. The power is connected to becoming an effective witness. 啊，顶下得到。能力啊，要治啊，为我做见证。So the, now the next question is: If the Holy Spirit gives us the power to make us effective witnesses, where do we see that? Pastor, sa namin makikita yan. Paano namin ipapakita yan? How do we manifest that power? Ah, so ah, din ebang bosu kita ang sa dam tito siyang ling. It is in the gospel. Ah, 是伫这个福音里面。You see, Paul himself said this in Romans 1:18. He said, "He, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation." And the gospel is found in the word. Ah, Paul wrote in Romans 2:18, "It is the power of God for salvation, because the gospel is the power of God for salvation." 
So you want to manifest the power of the Spirit to save people? That's a power. So then you share the gospel. It is the power of God for your loved ones to be saved. Of course, you have to share it faithfully. You don't add or subtract from it. So that God's spirit can really convict the heart. And in fact, we also had a person with a good example in the Bible who have done just exactly that. Listen to what Paul said. For I, he, he wrote this letter to the Corinth to the Corinthian church. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you. Yung buong time na magkasama tayo, I, I did not tell you any grand stories about me except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. So there was nothing impressive with Paul. He was not showing off miracle, kaliwat kana. No, he was not doing that. Look, verse 4, my message and my preaching. You see, the word has the power. We're not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, galing mo. No, but on God's power, but on the Holy Spirit. You see, once the word which has power is preached, the Holy Spirit began to work in that person's heart. Now, what else? What else does the Holy Spirit's power does? Aside from convert, bring a person to Christ. This is the most forgotten of all the work of the Holy Spirit, this is the most forgotten of all or misunderstood of all. The Spirit empowers us to be transformed into Christ-likeness. Mm. 
In Romans 8.29, I mentioned this before, if somebody asks you, uh, ano ba will ni God para sa akin? What is God's will for me? Here it is. For a believer, huh? for those whom He foreknew, for He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. See, if you know that this is the will of God, dapat yan, pagising mo sa umaga, when we wake up each morning, part of our prayers would be, Lord, Help me today to be conformed to the image of Christ. When I'm talking with my family, Lord, help me that they may see Christ in me. When I'm in my business area, help my customers see Christ in me. When I'm with my family, help them to see my desires is in line with the desires of God. So this is the goal of the Holy Spirit. It is to make less of us and more of Christ. In fact, brothers and sisters, just to help you understand the whole context of this, in Romans 8, let me read to you this passage. It says here, verse before going to verse 29, look at this. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. He talks to the Father, and He who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Okay? Yan yung first time na mention, di ba? According to the will of God. Then look, continuing in verse 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. Sadly, this verse is often taken out of context just to mean for everything, no? But if you look at the context properly, magkakasunod dyan eh. It all goes together. The Holy Spirit is praying for us to, for the will of God. For we know that God loves those and He always works together for good. Ano yung good? Ano yung good? For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of God in order that He might be the firstborn among many other brothers. And those whom He predestined, He called. Whom He called, He justified. And those He justified, 
also glorified. Yachu you see, the, we heard, we read, the Spirit is praying for us. We read that the Holy Spirit is working for all our good. Ano yung good? What is the Holy Spirit praying for you? What is the will of God? It is to be conformed to the image of Christ. You see, the power that is made available for us, the power is to be transformed into the image of Christ. It's not about anything, power to do this, power to do that, to fulfill my dreams, to full, have my ambitions done, it's, uh, be successful. It's not about those. But it is the power to be conformed to the image of Christ. You see, brothers and sisters, by our own we cannot, we don't have the power to be transformed into the image of Christ. So that is the goal. It is the Holy Spirit's job, role, function to produce Christ-like character in you. This is what it means to be sanctified. Okay. Okay. The goal of the Holy Spirit, again, to summarize all this, is to convict you of sin so you can be like Jesus. Without sin, our life will become holy. The goal of the Holy Spirit is to teach you the truth so you will have the mind of Christ. You will know what Christ wants. You will have the WWJD. Right? What would Jesus do? You will know that because you know the word. Then you, and the goal of the Holy Spirit is to empower you in order to produce the character and attitude and obedience of Christ in you. Singing 
all about the Holy Spirit's work is about transforming me to becoming like Christ. Why is it all about Christ? Uh, because Christ is whom the Father is well pleased. Remember when Jesus was baptized, the Father said, This is my Son in whom I am well pleased. So you want to please God. You want to please God. The mindset today is that God should please us. Eh? But it should be that we should please God. And you can only please God. Listen, you can only please God when you are like His Son. That's what makes an effective witness. You have the word, the gospel, and then your life being transformed into the likeness of Christ. That is the overall work of the Spirit. Now, very quickly, lang, I want to talk about the charismatic confusion. You see, charismatic is taken from the word charis, which means grace, and mata, which means gift. You see, this movement or this, this teaching is based simply or, or, or relies, teaches on the importance of the gifts as a sign or manifestation of the Holy Spirit to show that you are spiritual. So it's not about making yourself holy, becoming like Christ. What they emphasize more is on the feelings and the practices. In other words, the biblical definition of becoming spiritual is transformation of our lives. The charismatic understanding of being spiritual is being able to practice the gifts. The more a person is able to practice gifts, the more the person is able to feel that is spiritual. So the emphasis on the biblical understanding of spirituality or spiritual renewal is life 
transformation, sin being removed, becoming an effective witnesses, sharing the gospel. That's the biblical presentation as we have read. But for the charismatic, their understanding is simply uh, experiencing. It's about the emotions and it's about performing. So you have lots of activities, praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, being slain in the spirit, holy laughter, they even have holy vomit. So where did the charismatic movement began? It's actually started in 1906。So it was supposed to be, no? Uh, this this uh, elder Parham, no, he was he was conducting a revival meeting when he claimed that the Holy Spirit came. In fact, it became known, no, it was even written in the newspaper. And you know how does the newspaper explain it? Look at this. You saw, if you can see the, the slide, though, it says there, word babble of tongues. Weird. Uh, weird babble of tongues. Babble simply means confusion, noise. Because they, the people claim to have, the, the people claim, were claiming to have experienced the Holy Spirit. So they began to speak in gibberish words. Words na, gibberish is an unknown words. So it's like baby talk. Uh,请求爷爷的恭维。呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,呃,
经历真多讲谎言。So they 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 told us that this is the same experience as the apostles had. 呃，因讲这款的呃就是甲第一世纪的许多所经历的相相像。Unfortunately, they miss one crucial information. The people in the apostles' times understood what they were saying, but the tongues we keep hearing today cannot be understood and is often referred to as angelic tongues. Because you don't understand, you don't understand. Angelic tongues. Unfortunately, it's because they missed one important point. They misunderstood the words they were saying. But they understood what they were saying. There is no such thing as an angelic tongue. The charismatic says there are two kinds of tongue. The Bible only records isang klase lang. It's just said tongues. 但事实上，世界顶部啊一寡叫做天赛的用语，灵恩派将伊分做两款的语言，一款是天赛的语言，一款是有法通分别的语言。But you have to remember, why did why did this become so popular? Um, 为什么这个变做反流行呢？ Because this is something immediate, something experiential, something can be seen. Ah, because this is something immediate, something experiential, something can be seen. So this spread out. This did not happen here only, but it spread out in other states of the U.S. So this This subtle shift, the subtle shift from spiritual renewal now to spiritual performance. Again, what is the true spirituality? So that, because uh, I'm going to talk about the charismatic practices, no? Just so we won't miss this, no? the true spirituality consists of drawing people to Christ by using His Word, Gospel, letting the Holy Spirit convict the heart of sin by plowing deep into the hearts of people. Diba? When exposed of sin, they will surrender their hearts. That's what we want. They will admit to their wretchedness. They will abide in the Word. They will surrender. They will produce fruits of repentance in keeping with their faith, as John the Baptist says. But for these things to happen, listen, It takes time. It takes time and prayer and faithful works. Teaching and preaching and repetitive sharing and often we see few results. But you see, that's why the Bible says you need to keep asking. You need to keep seeking. You need to keep knocking. And Jesus already gave us this thing. And Jesus said, few enters the kingdom of God because narrow is the way that Jesus That leads to life, and very few finds it. Ah, 为什么我讲这个灵魂的运动是啊，被好难知呀？心灵不是什么，真正的属灵的生命是包括因上帝为吾众人去引导基督的名情，恩因团工啊，也是教导和心灵亲历因的内心，显露因的罪，搁即被因的罪，当因的罪显露出来时阵，因就会服从。心灵家己的悲惨，因就会点伫主的话语内面。So we want to help God. 啊，所以咱要帮助上帝
Because it seems that the process is so slow. You see, that is why a, 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 a believer is often said, we will be judged based on our faithfulness. We, we are faithful to pray, we are faithful to preach, we are faithful to share. You trust the results to God. The enemy is winning. He says, in fact, So, for the charismatic, being spiritual is something they feel and something that they can perform. They value experiences like speaking in tongues, even though they don't know what they are saying. But they keep repeating it over and over because it's as long as it makes them feel good. Uh, they claim to be slain in the spirit that's very effective. This was actually made famous by Benny Hinn. Anyway, those who experience holy laughter or holy vomit, these are people, siyempre, tawa ka ng tawa, eventually, you will, you will throw up, no? It yeah. becomes a substitute to true spiritual repentance. They redefine and gave a new definition of spiritual renewal, which is called spiritual Experience. So, lastly, what is the goal of the Holy Spirit's sanctification and how was this corrupted by the charismatic confusion? Because of the pragmatic approach to doing church and because of the charismatic influence on our definition of spirituality, it was replaced to number one, a better version of you. The result was the Holy Spirit's work of sanctification and convicting sin and dying to yourself. Diba? That's what Jesus said. If you want to be my follower, you have to carry your cross and follow me. Was replaced with the Spirit making you a better version of yourself. This is why Joel Austin always pushed for your best life now. Uh, you see, a better version of us 
should not be our goal. Because even Paul said, I no longer live. What lives is Christ. So what Paul wants is people to see Christ in him. The goal of the Holy Spirit sanctification is to teach us the word to understand what is righteousness, what is repentance, how to have a deeper love for God. It was replaced with a teaching on how to name and claim what we want from God. It's all about our felt needs. It's not what God demands from us, but it is what we can demand from God. And now, and lastly, the Holy Spirit today is not seen as someone who will convict us, who will help us to produce the characteristics of Christ. The Holy Spirit today is replaced with the thinking that he is just simply a still small voice that tells you, you can do it. You even hear leaders call themselves as coach, giving you pep talk, motivational speech. A coach is to enhance a better you. In other words, they say, actually, you don't need to change him. You're already better. You're good. You're good already. You just need a little encouragement to improve more. Uh, 心灵受到有点力接触和悔改的机会 the will of God, especially, is when we meet together to have fellowship, Bible study, it's simply how can God help us more? It's not about how can the Lord be manifested more in our life. Paano ko mag-glorify pa more si God? No? Paano makikita si God more sa life ko? It's not about those. How can God be seen more? No. No one wants to be reminded that they are not good enough before God. 
and that they should live for the Lord and not for their desires. The shift from spiritual renewal, the cultivating of the inner life, exposing sin, desiring holiness, has been replaced by mere attendance, performance, or services where the Holy Spirit has no role at all except to make you feel good. This has been the greatest deception of the enemy today. Uh,所以对现代人来讲,无人愿意被提起因地上帝并情无够也好,因应该为上帝,啊,不是为着家己的欲望来活,对属灵的精神的定义已经有意思,就是来在生命的培养已经被取代,啊,做,啊,比如说
We're continuing our series on knowing God, and we are now on the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And thank you, Reverend Anthony, for reminding us of who uh, the Holy Spirit is and what his roles are in our life. And as symbolized by the different uh, symbols, uh, Holy Spirit as dove, as oil, as fire, and as wind, and also seal. So we'll continue to learn more about those in the coming weeks. Uh, thank you also, Sister Carol, for that excellent translation. You can continue to check out our testimony wall, featuring 23 stories of God's goodness and faithfulness in the lives of NMEC members and attendees. You'll see these stories outside our worship hall. Uh, some will also be, or is already featured in our social media accounts. 
and also on our pulpit in the weeks ahead. Our next child dedication will be held during our worship service next Sunday, October 22. At least one of the parents should be a baptized Christian with at least two witnesses or godparents who are also Christian. Interested and qualified parents may register with Sister Jing Ugbinar at the third floor lobby after the worship service. Deadline for registration is this Wednesday, October 18. Inviting all our sisters in Christ, age 40 and above, uh, we will have another women's fellowship this October 25, Wednesday from 2 to 4.30 p.m. at the second floor function room. Reverend Anthony Techico will be sharing on finding joy in trials through Jesus Christ. Snacks and coffee will be provided. Those who wish to attend may register with Sister Pinky Ong Chan until next Sunday, October 22. Also, to all our sisters in Christ, age 40 and above, if you want to save money by doing your own Christmas decors at home, then you can come join our Women's Ministries Christmas Decor Workshop for six Wednesdays, starting this coming Wednesday, October 18, until November 29, excluding November 1. The workshop sessions will be held from 10 a.m. up till 12 noon at the second floor function room. Interested persons may register with Sister Vicky Lim Yu. Our Young Pro Ministry will jointly celebrate the Mid-Autumn or Mooncake Festival with the Makati Gospel Church Young Pro Group this October 28, Saturday at 6 p.m. Aside from a night of bonding with other young pros, you can also participate in the dice game with lots of prizes awaiting. Registration fee is 500 pesos per person with limited slots available. Kindly contact Pastors Danny and Jaya or any of our young pro leaders for more details. Please save the date. Our next, our NMEC enrichment camp will be back next year. It will be held at the First Pacific Leadership Academy in Antipolo from March 28 to 30. That's Thursday to Saturday during Holy Week. Reverend Dave King will be our camp speaker. Registration details will be announced in the coming weeks. If you want to be part of a discipleship group or a small group, you can contact any of our pastoral team members and we'll be glad to connect you to a group. Would now like to welcome uh, our first-time visitors, uh, Sister Tessie Tsua, uh, the friend of Sister Billing. Welcome. Uh, Brother Gabriel Tsua. Okay, welcome. Thank you for worshiping with us. And also, uh, although this is the third time with us, uh, this first time for us to recognize them. Uh, we have Sister Ella Azania and Lila Manalo. Thank you for joining us. 
Are there any other first-time visitors in our midst? Please rise to be recognized. Okay, if there are, please join us for a cup of coffee at the lobby after the worship service. Please rise for the benediction. May the Lord bless and keep you. May His face continue to shine upon you and may He be gracious to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for worshiping with us, both on-site and online. May the Lord bless your week. Remember, the best is yet to come. See you next week.